Well, good evening again, everybody, and welcome along to another edition of Ireland Calling, uh, broadcasting here on a Wednesday night in Auckland, Saturday night, Christchurch, Sunday afternoon, Capitol Coast, Sunday night in Wellington, and um, any other night of the week on planetaudio.org.nz. Oliver Lee, my name, I'm sure you know that by now, and uh, we're broadcasting here for the next hour where we'll give you all, bring you all the latest news uh, from Ireland. Lots of things happening, obviously subdued St. Patrick's Day celebrations down here in New Zealand, but plenty of celebrations in Ireland, which brought more COVID. So more about that and uh, lots of other things uh, throughout um, the next hour. Well, the clocks go forward into so-called summertime in Ireland this weekend. So let's hope there'll be plenty of people uh, travelling all along the wild Atlantic Way.
Yes, well, let's hope uh, Ireland gets a great uh, summer. That's Aoife Scott there in the wild Atlantic way. And uh, you're listening to Ireland uh, calling. Well, since we were on air last week, many of you will have uh, celebrated St. Patrick's Day, both here in New Zealand and indeed uh, in Ireland. But one man that celebrations were uh, curtailed was on Taoiseach Micheál Martin, who was in the United States last week for, obviously, the highlight was presenting a bowl of shamrock to the uh, President of the United States, Joe Biden, with strong connections from Mayo and Loud. And uh, unbelievable scenes the night before he was at a, another dinner. He was about to be presented with a special award and um, literally minutes before he was due to take the stage to accept the award and give a speech, he was whisked away. And uh, one of his uh, staff had tested positive for COVID early in the evening. He had to be whisked away and tested. And he tested positive. So as it stands, he's isolating in the embassy, in uh, Irish embassy in Washington uh, until Friday, missing out on a very important um, minister or prime ministers of European Union meeting on Friday, at which um, Joe Biden will be attending as they discuss the situation in Ukraine, which is desperate at the moment. And um, a big debate in Dáil today about Ireland's effort. Uh, about 10,000 Ukrainians have arrived uh, in Ireland uh, to date, but there could be up to 200,000 uh, within the next few weeks, months, if Ireland is to take 2% of the 10 million people that's expected to leave uh, the country. Ireland's humanitarian aid is top class with uh, lots of people, lots of money being raised and uh, the government pledging another 22 million uh, this week through a European Union fund. It's uh, a shocking situation and uh, great to see that the Irish people are rallying but uh, very hard luck for Antishuk, of course, next year. He won't be Taoiseach because the revolving door, Leon Varadkar, will be back as Taoiseach. He mightn't even be leader of Fianna Fáil this time next year. But it looks like uh, he'll get an invitation by the Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, later this year to go to um, the States and uh, possibly go back and uh, meet the President. President is also invited to come and visit Ireland uh, sometime, but uh, no firm commitment on when that will happen, obviously, with uh, all the situation uh, in Ukraine. There's a lot of things happening. Righto, Riverdance and Bill Whelan.
yes, back to the interval at the Eurovision Song Contest at the Point Depot in Dublin, 1994. Riverdance uh, came on and uh, the rest is history and the Riverdance troops are back on the road again as our Lord of the Dance. I saw an interview with Michael Flatley, who was the original dancer there with uh, Riverdance, lead dancer, and then he fell out with the Riverdance people and went off and um, set up Lord of the Dance. But he said that he's in agony now. He's in pain most days as a result of um, all the... um, what do you call it, uh, stress he put his body through while dancing. He lives in Monaco and he's got a stately home castle down in uh, County Cork and uh, I think he's probably worth about two or three hundred million euro but he certainly made a lot of money so there's uh, River Dance. Anyway welcome along, uh, moving to the headlines that are on the RTE um, website here a um, huge number of new COVID cases in Ireland, this was expected as a result of restrictions being lifted a few weeks ago and uh, pretty much any of you that saw the match between Ireland and Scotland Ireland beating Scotland to win the Triple Crown not a mask in sight and uh, I see the World Health Organisation has come out and said that Ireland dropped their restrictions too soon but 23,700 new COVID cases as the Medical Association calls for wider mask use. Of course you only have to use masks uh, in a medical uh, situation so that's uh, one of the stories leading the news there. Good news column Tobin the writer wins the prestigious Rathbones Folio Prize Uh, Ireland um, joined a bid by England, Scotland and Wales and Northern Ireland today to host the Euro 28 uh, soccer tournament. I think they're the only countries that put in a bid. Russia had already uh, put a bid in, but they were eliminated by UEFA uh, after they invaded uh, Ukraine. So I see that's uh, good news for the country, according to Stephen Kenny, who himself uh, was reappointed or given an extension to his uh, contract uh, as manager of the senior football team. They take on Belgium uh, this week um, in a friendly match. And of course, uh, we're coming down to the final stages of the uh, hurling leagues, the Allianz hurling leagues in Kilkenny. People were writing them off a few months ago. They're uh, up against Cork in one semi-final and Wexford take on Waterford in the other semi-final. The final round of the uh, football games will be played um, this weekend. And my own county, Galway, uh, they've uh, gained uh, promotion to uh, the um, Division 1 for next year. But there's a huge fight between Armagh, Kildare, Donegal, Tyrone, Dublin and Monaghan as to um, who... Um, what do you call it, um, stays up. Well, Armagh are definitely up, but uh, I think uh, Kildare, Donegal, Tyrone, Dublin and Monaghan, uh, they're all in that danger zone. So the, the round of matches coming up this weekend, um, Donegal are playing Armagh, uh, Kerry playing Tyrone, Mayo versus Kildare and uh, Monaghan versus uh, Dublin. So um, uh, looks like uh, it could be Kerry, Mayo in the, the League One final. But we'll go through all the other uh, sports news and uh, results later on on the programme tonight. And if you tuned in late, you're listening to Ireland Calling, brought to you with the support of uh, the Hugh Green Group. This time, we'll move with the Green Fields of France. Father in 1916 
Fury there and the Fury Brothers and a lovely song called The Green Fields of France and you're listening to um, Ireland Calling uh, broadcasting here on a Wednesday night in Auckland, Saturday night Wellington, uh, Sunday afternoon and Sunday evening in Capity Coast and uh, Wellington. And uh, greetings to people listening on planetaudio.org.nz. Just a quick breaking update on Taoiseach Michal Martin's uh, situation. He'll know tomorrow uh, if he's allowed to travel uh, to Europe uh, for the Brussels for the European summit on, on Friday. He's feeling well and he's it'll be seven days tomorrow since he was uh, diagnosed with COVID. And uh, he will um, obviously uh, have a test tomorrow. And if he's clear, he'll be able to go. Pretty strict uh, regulations in America if you've got COVID, and uh, but uh, the headline here uh, in the Irish Independent today uh, certainly holds no punches. Ireland's COVID surge down to brutal lifting of restrictions from too much to too few, says the World Health Organization chief, as there's almost twenty four thousand new cases uh, reported today. So um, certainly, I know later today. Uh, we'll know in New Zealand um, what uh, restrictions, final restrictions are going to be lifted here. Of course, we're uh, restricted to 100 people indoors and outdoors at events and uh, people wearing masks indoors and on public transport, etc. But all of that um, was lifted back in Ireland um, a few weeks ago, which um, says it's on the front of the Irish Times as well. Uh, COVID, Ireland lifted controls too brutally, says World Health um, Organization CEO as case numbers uh, hit record uh, numbers, are, you know, which is really terrible. I see where President Valensky is calling on the Pope to intervene and try to get uh, Russia to stop the brutal attack on his country and sit around a negotiating table so that they can uh, try to, to work out um, a situation, you know, where... You know, something can be worked out. They've pretty much destroyed Mariupol. And listening to Irish uh, reporter Orla Gearn on the BBC and Fergal Keane and all the other reporters you hear, it's 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 just hard to believe uh, what's happening uh, in this particular um, year in 2022. It's like something from the the dark ages. But uh, 
I think you know it's it's not the the Russian people. It's it's just uh, one man and and a group of his cronies that has this vision that he wants to take uh, Ukraine back, but it doesn't seem to be going his way at the moment. And um, I'm sure he's the most hated man in the world uh, at the moment. Anyway, we'll move on with another piece of music. And this time we go with the Saw Doctors who are uh, about to make another announcement tomorrow. I'd say they've announced four concerts uh, in the UK at the end of the year. And I've no doubt they'll be announcing concerts in Ireland. But here they are singing about Tum, same old town. Same old fists, same old streets, same old people is all you meet. Too long waiting, standing round, I'm sick and tired of the same old town. Same old drizzle, same old rain, same old walking back home again, same old heartache, lost and found, same old story, same old town. Sunday night, nearly Monday morning 
Yes, the cathedral bells and tune ringing there and that was the Saw Doctors with the same old town and uh, the boys are announcing that they're coming back uh, to play four concerts in the UK but another announcement today which probably means they'll do a bit of a tour around Ireland. I heard Daniel O'Donnell on the radio earlier today and I was out from early morning walk and uh, he's looking forward to coming back for a series of concerts down in uh, Killarney, I think at the Glen Eagles Hotel in Killarney uh, in August this year and um, he was, where was he? He was last week, I think he was on St. Patrick's Day, he might have been at Tenerife or somewhere, he went into a few places and wherever he went in he was asked to sing, he sang a few songs but it was a big day for singing and uh, plenty of excitement at Cheltenham last week of course the big horse racing festival not many people, well nobody that allowed there last year as a result of Covid but a, a great week for Irish um, followers, uh, horse racing followers because they uh, probably came out on top winning some of the big races but a, a great week for Rachel Blackmore from uh, Tipperary uh, she became the, the first uh, woman to win the Gold Cup on top of the Grand National and Champion Hurl a year after saying she felt horrible after missing out on a Cheltenham win. So a good, um, uh, what do you call it, week for her there. If you're interested in listening to a good podcast series, I've only started listening to it now. It's all about uh, Tiger Roll, the horse that won uh, the Grand National twice, uh, course owned now by Michael O'Leary of Ryanair. And uh, he has pulled the horse from the Grand National this year because of the, the weight that it was given. But it's a uh, an interesting story. I've only heard the first few episodes. It's about seven episodes and uh, you can get it on the RTE podcast list or wherever you get your uh, podcast. But it's certainly uh, worthwhile listening to and uh, talking about this uh, amazing story about this horse that um, obviously has uh, won a lot. As I mentioned earlier, the uh, events in the Ukraine are dominating the news. Over 20,000 people have registered in Ireland to take in um, refugees and, of course, some of the hotels that were used uh, to um, home uh, people during COVID are now being uh, possibly um, re-sanctioned to be used. And um, what else is happening there? There's, I see the Tonishta and his partner, Leo Varadkar, they've put their name up to take in somebody in a spare room that they have in the house, and it seems to be a lot of that happening. It's going to put huge, huge pressure on the whole uh, social services in Ireland. Of course, there's many thousands of people homeless in Ireland and people living in direct provision centres, other refugees from uh, previous uh, strifes around the world. And um, obviously, 
um, the government have to, to play their part, to join in their part of the European team. And uh, there's 10 million people that uh, possibly are going to leave Ukraine. Over 4.5 million have already left and there's uh, at least 6.5 displaced within the country. So there could be upwards of 200,000 um, refugees coming to Ireland. But people are um, opening their arms uh, wide to welcome in people and um, you know to help out in this uh, extraordinary uh, situation. OK, we'll move on with um, the Cranberries and uh, a lovely song hall here called um, Linger.
The late Dolores O'Riordan there on the Cranberries and a big hit for them called uh, Linger and you're listening to Ireland Calling. Just having a look at uh, yesterday's Irish Daily Mail, the headline Big Black Print, Protect Our Food Supply. And I know that the Minister for Agriculture was to table, um, what do you call it, a paper today urging uh, the government or basically saying to the government we need to uh, give grants of about 12 million to um, obviously tillage farmers to grow more wheat, oats and uh, barley. Uh, But according to this story here, Ireland's food supplies are under great threat with farmers and fishermen among those warning of shortages if urgent action is not uh, taken. Rising fuel costs exasperated by the war in Ukraine have left food producers unable to make a living and they warn of empty supermarket shelves if the government does not act. The IFA uh, said vegetable growers are being forced out of business while fishermen say they can no longer afford the cost of going out to sea. So, as I said there, Minister McConnell will bring a 12 million package to the Cabinet today and um, obviously the country, people that are um, tillage farmers are being urged to grow more. I know this um, doesn't work in all parts of the country, certainly west of Ireland isn't conducive to, to good tillage farming with the weather, but down in the southeast, uh, which obviously they grow a lot of grain down there, but of course most of Ireland's grain for milling purposes came in from Ukraine. And the other heading here says war in Ukraine fears for 2,400 children abducted and then deported. It's just terrible. There's, there's about 10 pages there of um, uh, stories about uh, the Ukraine uh, crisis. And uh, Taoiseach recalls heartbreak of losing his son and daughter. Taoiseach Michal Martin has told parents mourning the death of a child. Uh, you will smile again as he opened up about his own heartbreak over the, the losses of um, his son and daughter. I know he opened up about that uh, last year and one of the his children died when he was um, in London on government duties a number of uh, years ago. So uh, that's uh, a story that's uh, covered there. And uh, then pages and pages of um, information. And I see that the uh, body of um, the respected journalist um, who grew up in Ireland, uh, will be his body will be brought back, Pierre Zalarowinski, uh, his father was um, Polish, his mother was French, but he's brought up and born in Ireland and, and lived there and um, went to uh, a good school in South Dublin. And uh, many of his p- friends have been paying tribute to him over the, the last uh, week. And I see where the woman that held up the sign on the news, she's a British spy, according to the Russians. And I see that they've um, jailed uh, the former uh, you know, the opposition leader today giving him an extra 10 years jail sentence for fraud, you know, obviously trumped up uh, causes. What else happened on the sports front there? Good performance by Shane Lowry in the golf. He's in the top 10 of that last championship or tournament and uh, obviously getting ready for the big tournament in a few weeks' time, the um, Masters. And finally here, a 37-ton headstone with solar-powered jukebox built for Traveller King faces being torn down. Where is this? Oh, that's in England. <laughs> yeah, but it looks like he's, uh, what do you call it, uh, the, the late Big Willie Collins. Anyway, we'll take off here with another bit of music. And um, this time, speaking of travellers, we'll go Gypsy Fair and Hot House Flowers.
Yes, Hot House Flowers there and Gypsy Fair. That probably is back from the early 90s. Uh, they had a, a big hit. They were a pretty popular band, uh, Fignano Brino, and he now does a lot of broadcasting on RTE. You could hear him uh, there. He's on most weekends, late night, doing the shows. But the um, band, some of them, Liam and Wainley, I know he came down and played a few years ago here with uh, Liam Finn and um, one of the Andy White. I remember interviewing them on my radio programme. That's a good few years ago now. Anyway, you're listening to Ireland Calling, uh, broadcasting here on uh, Wednesday in Auckland, Saturday Christchurch, Sunday Wellington Capital Coast and greetings to people listening on planetaudio.org.nz uh, around New Zealand and indeed around the world. Well as I mentioned uh, we're coming up to the uh, final run of uh, Gaelic Games so Galway have uh, gained automatic proportion uh, from Division 2 to Division 1 and they'll be in the Division 2 final and they'll wait to see who wins this weekend. Uh, Galway uh, are playing Roscommon. Of course, Roscommon need to win to gain automatic promotion. 
and uh, if they win they'll be playing Galway again in the Division 2 final but Derry are still there as well Derry are just a point behind uh, Roscommon and uh, Offaly and Down um, they could uh, one of the two of them could be uh, going down so this weekend uh, Galway are playing Roscommon in Dr Hyde Park in Roscommon Division 3 Loud are leading there followed by Limerick and um, the Division 3 is held up by Wicklow and uh, Longford and uh, the final round of games of this weekend, Division 4, Cavan, f- 10 points, Tipperary 9, and uh, Sligo uh, 8, and Leitrim are 8. So there's a lot to play for there with the games coming up uh, this weekend, and um, obviously promotion there to the uh, next uh, division. So that's it then. Once the, the Hurland semi-finals are on this weekend, as I mentioned, Cork are playing Kilkenny. Brian Cody still in charge of Kilkenny. I think he's into his 22nd year now. And uh, Waterford are playing Wexford. And then in less than a month, um, or just over a month's time, the championship uh, will get underway. Just to remind you this weekend, the clocks go forward in Ireland. Uh, so if you're ringing home to talk to your family and friends, uh, there'll be an hour. Um, we'll be on the same 12 hours uh, difference. Of course, we'll be moving back here in about, uh, I think, two weeks' time, about the second week of April. Our um, clocks go back. We go into winter time, although it doesn't feel like uh, winter with the temperature, but we've had lots of rain, deluge of rain here in Auckland over the last few days. And I know today uh, down on the east coast around Gisborne and Tolliga Bay, huge flooding down there. So we're, we're having more and more uh, of these flash floods as we're seeing in Australia as well and uh, indeed over in Ireland. Right, oh, we continue on. We've got a few more minutes to go and um, we'll move on with another bit of music as he hits the button here to to get uh, something coming up here. We'll go this time uh, with Daniel and Maggie. <laughs>
Daniel O'Donnell there and I heard Daniel being interviewed on RTE this uh, afternoon talking to Ray Darcy and uh, he's looking forward to his uh, concerts if you're heading to Ireland in August you better book your tickets if they're not already sold out but he's down in the Glen Eagles Hotel there in August for a series of concerts I know he's travelling um, uh, he's been away on, on cruise ships uh, earlier this year and uh, he'll always go to the UK very popular and delighted to be back on the road after two years off the road but of course um, you know the situation in Ireland um, with COVID you know very um, alarming figures today 24,000 new cases and uh, over a thousand people in Ireland uh, in hospital uh, with about 60 in ICU so um, the head of the World Health Organisation has just come out today and uh, said that Ireland uh, really uh, moved too quickly uh, in lifting all of the restrictions and I see now some people in the medical field are calling for uh, people to start wearing masks again because um, obviously we're still wearing them here especially when you're indoors and we've got a lot to distance to go before we're out of the woods and uh, lots of the final restrictions uh, lifted. Anyway, winter's end in Ireland. We go here with Liam Flynn and Limo Flynn. <laughs>
Yes, the beautiful Ellen Pipe playing there of uh, Liam O'Flynn, almost taking us to the end of another programme. Hopefully you've enjoyed the programme tonight. We'll go out with you too with everlasting love. Thanks again to the Hugh Green Group for their continued support. And thank you for tuning in. Be back again next week, same time, same place. For me, good night, goodbye, and God bless. Here's you too and everlasting love. Thank <laughs> you.